Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. Hey everyone, it's Harrison and unfortunately it's just me this week. Uh, Kayla and I did the interview and it was awesome and I loved it, but unfortunately the recording quality, I don't know what's going on with my connection, but I tried to make it work. I tried to salvage as much as possible, piece it together. Unfortunately, it was unlistenable. It was like every other word I was saying was cutting out. Her end, it was great, but um, for the sake of time and everything else, uh, I'm not gonna be able to use that recording. So what I'm gonna do is just briefly recap our conversation pull out the high points and make this as helpful to everybody as possible. So we went through her plan from last week and she crushed it. She went through, she did all of her training. The Friday training day was an optional rest day or 25 minutes of cross training. She opted for um, doing the optional rest day. And it kind of got us on a tangent talking about busy lives, busy schedules, you know, small children, her husband's in residency, um, as he's preparing to be a doctor and, um, she had a friend come over that she hadn't seen in forever and the friend stayed and was there until about midnight, you know, and they were talking up late. And so we kind of got into conversation about at what point do we put training in front of our lives and prioritize training for a race versus prioritizing our families, our friends, et cetera. And we talked about there being a balance, you know, obviously we need goals, we need to check the box because that's how we train and that's how we get better. But we also can't put training in front of our families and our, you know, our well-being and our, you know, for example, if you have sick kids, sick kids come first and all of that. So where do we draw the line? And what we talked about was prioritizing training and how do we prioritize which training days are the most important. So uh, for example, in her case, it was an optional day. She didn't have to do the training. And, and so given her plan and that she nailed all the rest of her workouts, we thought that that was a pretty good decision to, to call it that day rather than, you know, her friend leaves at midnight and then she go to her 24 hour gym, gym and try to get the workout in super late at night. Probably not necessary. Her rest that night probably was more important. Um, but then we, we talked about in my situation as kind of an example, um, how I'm training for this half Ironman. And I went to, I took the kids to Disneyland this past week and I told the story about how I was going to miss a couple of days of training because I, was, I knew I was going to be driving for six hours from Arizona, you know, Phoenix to Anaheim and I didn't want to be falling asleep at the wheel. So I made the decision that morning not to get up early and, and do my bike ride, but I was going to, I was going to, um, or I think it was a swim that day, but anyways, I was going to skip it for the sake of having the energy to take care of my family that day. The next day I was going to be walking all day at Disneyland. That was Thursday. So I decided not to get up and um, do a long bike ride that morning. Just, I was going to focus on getting the rest that I needed because we got in late, uh, spend the day walking at Disneyland with my family and kind of count that as my workout for the day. And then, but what I did talk to her about was um, nailing those runs that really matter. So Friday, my plan has me doing my long run. Well, instead of running for 90 minutes, I decided I'll run for 60 minutes and then kind of 
make up for that other 30 minutes because I'll be walking all day at Disneyland. So kind of adjusted, but got the main meat of the training in there. And then the following day for me was my brick workout, which in triathlon training, that means you do um, a long bike ride and then you go straight into a run. And so what I did is I just, I didn't do it that morning, but I did it when I got home after we had driven home from Disneyland, uh, put the kids down. And yeah, I was out running until midnight, 1230 in the morning, but I was able to get it done. And the point that I was making to Kayla was I, I skipped a couple of workouts that week, but I nailed the stuff that was important to my goal, which is, you know, get more fit to be able to finish and, and improve in a half Ironman. And that long run, absolutely important. That brick workout, absolutely important. Yeah, the bike ride and the swim that I skipped, they were important workouts, but in the grand scheme of all of it, when I was prioritizing, I nailed the stuff that was going to build the most fitness for me, be you know most crucial to my goals. And I tied that back to, to Kayla and you know if she had to pick a couple of days to miss, it would probably be the cross-training days. Um, and she really should prioritize the running days if she does have to miss a couple of days. Uh, we also talked about in her case, and she's brand new to running and, uh, and on a consistent basis and, and building that base, it, it would be better for her to not run back to back to back. So if she, if she had to miss a couple of days, don't put her runs on, for example, Friday, Saturday, try to space them out as much as possible to give her body time to recover. So that was one of the main topics of our discussion. Uh, we talked about time of day training. So does it matter if you run in the morning, in the afternoon, at night? And she asked my opinion, you know, why do I like to run in the mornings? Because that was a point that I had made. And by default, being in Arizona, super important to get out early in the morning, in the summer especially, um, just to beat the heat. But talking to her, we, we were talking about her race and I... I had asked the question, you know, is it a morning race? Is it kind of late morning, early morning? And she thinks it's kind of early morning. And so that's one reason to want to complete the run uh, or your workouts earlier in the morning, just to kind of get your body acclimated to that. Um, but the other thing too is, is we had a long conversation about dreading that workout all day long. And when you nail it in the morning, it's done. It's over with. Your, your mind doesn't have the the time to be dreading it and putting it off and putting other things first. And so um, where possible, you know, getting that run done early in the morning is great. She did talk about how her husband gets up five and five o'clock in the morning for work. Um, and so how she may have to adjust to that. So stay tuned. We'll probably explore that further as we go along. We talked about treadmill running a little bit and how you don't want to do all of your runs on the treadmill, but it can be a helpful tool, especially in the case where, you know, you've got to go run late at night or early in the morning or, you know, when it's still dark out. Uh, maybe it's weather conditions don't allow. Um, maybe one run a week on the treadmill, but try not to do all of your runs on the treadmill. Then we broke down her plan for this coming week. Uh, basically, to tie it up for you, uh, she's not going to change it much. The plan itself is going to stay very similar. As far as the runs, instead of one mile runs, so she had no problem doing those. She did the walk run like I had suggested, but it felt really easy. And so I told her um, she doesn't have to do the walk run if she doesn't want to. But if she is going to do walk run, maybe shorten the walk down to 30 seconds rather than a minute. 
And then try to increase those runs from one mile to one and a half miles this week. So twice a week, she's going to do a a mile and a half run. And then on Saturday, instead of a two mile run, like she did last week, she's going to do a three mile run. Um, She did say that she, on her two mile run, it was kind of an uphill course on a trail. So it wasn't the easiest. So I asked that she uh, keep that in mind. Try not to do a lot of hill workouts at this point. It's okay to get hills in a little bit. And especially as you're training um, over the course of a half marathon and a marathon over time as your body is is more fit and you're more consistent with it. Hill training is excellent. It's one of the one of the ways that you can get the best ROI on on your um on your runs, but in this early stage, probably not the best idea. Um but that's okay. You know, she lives in a, an environment where it's very hilly. Um but she said she had to walk uh, a bit on that two mile run and so uh, we talked about that if if she does need to walk a little bit on the three mile run totally okay the goal right now is just to kind of get to that three miles and over the next couple of weeks you know she'll climb three four miles and then she'll come down to three again and then she'll go back up so every couple of weeks she's going up a couple of miles and then coming down and then going up a couple and then coming down so that's kind of the gist of what that long run will look like as we build we talk about the 10% rule, not increasing your runs more than 10% week over week. At this phase, being so early into it, it's it's going to be impossible to follow that 10% rule. Otherwise, it would take her until, you know, forever to, to, to get up to where she needs to. So we're going to increase by a little bit more than 10%. We think that'll be okay, but we'll watch it closely. Um, and then training on, or strength training She's going to add some either some light dumbbell weights to her squats, um, to her bridges, etc., or increase the reps, just depending on how she feels. Um, those bridges, she tried a single leg bridge. It was pretty difficult, so she's, she's going to do um, double leg bridges, but if she needs to add a little bit of weight to it, she can do that. So that was it in a nutshell. Uh, really good conversation. So sorry you guys couldn't hear it. I feel terrible about having to cut that out. Um, next week, I'll be sure to either get a better connection or use a different system than what I had been using. So I uh, hope you guys are great. Hope this was helpful. If you have any questions for Kayla or for me, reach out at Chromium Marathoners or you can reach out to her at Kayla Roten. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K. B-R-E-K-K.